Hey there, this is Liren Baker, and welcome to the Kitchen Confidant Podcast. Today, we're chatting with Melody Lorenzo of Sweet Condessa, a San Francisco Bay Area-based bakery that specializes in Filipino and Latin-inspired desserts, sharing tropical flavors such as ube, guava, and calamansi in their signature pies, scones, and more. Known as the Pinay Pie Lady, Melody's Bay Area Filipino pies have taken social media by storm. I'm so excited to welcome Melody to the podcast. Hey, Melody. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. I've tasted your pies. They're so delicious. So I've been wanting to chat with you for such a long time. Um, I always start by asking, what's the first thing that you ever cooked or maybe in your case baked and about how old were you? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, um, honestly, I never baked when I was a kid. <laughs> really? No, but um, my mom had a catering business in the Philippines. So I'm more of um, exposed to, you know, Filipino cooking and stuff like that. So m- m- mainly savory dishes and stuff. So um, baking actually started when... Um, I um, migrated here to the Bay Area from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just getting exposed to different pastries and desserts. Um, Yeah, so the first thing that I baked from from what I remember when I took the baking class um, back in 2000, was that 2008? It was a princess cake. <laughs> a pre- like a like a pink frilly princess cake? Yeah, like you know, like um it's a hot milk sponge with raspberry jam covered with uh with whipped cream and fondant. So because I took the class, um the it was led by the owner of Miette in San Francisco, Meg Ray. So that was the first um cake that I made. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I mean, obviously it was like a demo and then we had to do it on our own and stuff. Yeah, um, that's what I remember. Yeah. Wow. And who better to learn from than the owner of Miette? <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it was like a basic baking workshop for three days. And from then on, you know, it's just baking for family and friends. Um, yeah, that's how it started. Wow. So you launched Sweet Condessa in 2017, but would yes. you, is that right? Would you mind tell every, telling everyone a bit about yourself and what life was like before you did that? Yes. So um, when I launched it, well, prior to that, I, um, I started working for the state, um, state government um, in 2006 and yeah so moving forward like 2017 I was also working full-time um as a tax collector (laughs) for the state Uh, (laughs) so I had this um it was one of those that um I took I would say like um, a break from baking because like what I mentioned I was baking for family and friends and probably just doing it like as a side job you know just to earn extra money mm-hmm. and so I took a break and then yeah 2017 I remember I brought a cake um, to work because it was my boss's birthday and so one of my co-workers asked 
like, oh, where did you order this cake? I go, <laughs> uh, I made it. I'm like, oh, what are you doing here? Why are you working here? <laughs> yeah, like clearly this is your calling. <laughs> right? So that was the start. That was summer. And then I was like, I had this wake up call like, okay, like maybe this is the sign that I should continue, um, you know, my dream. And at that time, my son was also what? He was eight years old. And um, I and I shared this um, from all the interviews I had that um, I had this dream that once I retire from the state, that I will actually start a business. Hmm. And so he asked me, like, why would you do it when you're older? Right. So it was like, yeah, exactly. Like, why would I wait till I'm in my 60s? Um <laughs> To start a business, I don't know, like in terms of energy and, and motivation, like would I still have that kind of motivation? So, yeah, so I took the leap and I was like, okay, I mean, I guess I can try um, to launch a business while working full time. Uh, yeah, so that was it. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? Who knows? Who knows what you could start at 60, at 70, like anything is possible, but at the same time, right? Like why wait? Just, mm -hmm. you know, you love it. You may as well try, but to do both and be working full time at the same time is really, really tough. Yes, totally. How did that begin for you? Did you have to find a workspace? Did you, or were you working out of your own kitchen? Yes. So I knew that if I'm going to start, because, um, with my with the kind of work that I do, right? Um, well, working for the government, I I've been dealing with business owners, right? And in my in my my head, like if I'm gonna start a business, I really want to do it the right way. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying that there's a bad. I mean, there there's a good and bad way. I'm not saying that, but you know, like I I really want to um, start and do it like like how do you say that? Like, um, you know, like what, what, because it, it's not a hobby anymore. So this is like, I'm trying to establish a business, launch and establish. And so, be professional. Exactly. So um, I didn't want to do it at home because I know if I start, if, if I do it as a home business, it's going to be limited. Mm -hmm. Right. So the growth would be so limited that I would have to find my way to what, you know, like what's next. So what I did was um, I was, I started looking for a commercial kitchen right away and kind of like bypass that um, first step. So yeah. I, you know, like, of course, like it, it costs a lot, you know, like I, I know um, some um, startup business, business owners, like they don't want to take that, that leap right away just because of cost, um, the time and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, I did that. Um, you know, I found a commercial kitchen in Oakland. It's a shared kitchen space and yeah. So, you know, um, obtain all my, my licenses and permits, insurance, um, you know, everything that, that's, that you need to have in order to launch your business. So, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe because um, with my background, I was in compliance. So 
I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Although I remember around the same time that San Francisco um, kind of had like they started like allowing people to have home based food businesses. So theoretically, you could have done it from home. But at the same time, I think maybe in your head, like your mentality shifts when you have more skin in the game like that. Yes. And and with my um, with my thing is like, I knew that I wanted to um, to start off as a dessert caterer, mm-hmm. okay. specifically for weddings. So if I do it at home, um, I'm not going to be able to to jump on that, you know, specific market, right? Because most of these wedding venues, they require you to, one, you need to be baking at a commercial kitchen mm-hmm. and you need all these, um, you know, like insurance, um, yes. you know, liability insurance and stuff like that. So if I'm just gonna do like individual orders, sure, right? I, I can do it, definitely. I can get a cottage license. But my main thing was, there's nothing like a um, a wedding dessert caterer specializing in um, Filipino sweets. Right. Yeah. I mean, when I started, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was that was kind of like my my idea, and that was you know the reason why. Okay, I'll I'll um I'll invest in that whatever I need to pay, right as long as I'm not limited to what I can do. Right. And I feel like that also you you can easily scale doing it that way. So that yes. makes sense. Mm-hmm. I have to ask you about the name Sweet Condessa. Is there a reason behind the name Condessa? Yeah. Um, so my husband actually calls me Condessa. Um, <laughs> it's been what I think ever since we got married, I, um, I remarried in 2014 and yeah, that's how, um, you know, that, that's how he calls me. Right. Um, so it's like, um, a queen, a countess or whatever you translate it to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I, ju- it was just hard to, it's funny because Prior to Sweet Condessa, there was actually a Condessa Creations that I started. (laughs) Yeah, it was a totally different, totally different um, uh, business idea I had, which is not food related. Interesting. (laughs) So, but I kind of shifted it, you know, because I just, you know, I I just want to be in the food business. So, yeah. So when I was um, registering the the business name. Okay, I guess I want to use Condessa. Okay, I'll just add sweet to represent something dessert, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's how how it got, you know, that business got formed. So I'm guessing because you started off as a wedding caterer, you're doing a lot of cakes, but I feel like nowadays, well, you're known as the the Pinai, the Pinai, wait, the Pinai Pie Lady. Pie Lady. <laughs> so why pie? When did that start for you? Okay, so pies, let's see. Um, I, let's see, I'm, I'm trying to think back, sorry. There's so many things that happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, started off with, okay, like mini desserts, right? Because it's, it's all for weddings, right? So, in 2018, is that right? Hold on. 
I'm getting mixed up. No, sorry, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I joined Undiscovered SF, which is a community event in Soma, Filipinas, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, what kind of product can I introduce that easy to that can that can fit a community event right so you know my husband loves pies you know Mm -hmm. his favorite was key lime pie Uh, so i go okay well that was kind of like the inspiration so i took a blank canvas okay pies right so i started off with calamansi pie i mean it's not it's not new it's not a new product i obviously i didn't invent that (laughs) So it's like adapting it, right, to what's out there. Mm-hmm. But the inspiration was a key lime pie. I didn't like key lime because it's too tart for me. Yeah. So, okay, then let's just replace it with, um, you know, calamansi, right? So that was the start. And then, but I just didn't want to um, sell calamansi pie because it's like a big event, right? So, okay. So, again, it's a blank canvas. So whatever the recipe for that. I did a ube version and a pandan version. So that was it. But it was just one of my products at that time. But when the pandemic hit, um, you know, like, yeah, that was last year. I, you know, because all my business relies on weddings, right? Mm -hmm. So everything got canceled. So now, like, what? So that's why I'm like, okay, maybe I can relaunch these pies and brought it to the San Ramon Farmer's Market. And that's how basically got relaunched. And and it took off. Yeah, yeah. And then we just, um, you know, kind of figure out, okay, let's do a hashtag. Hashtag Bay Area Filipino Pies by the hashtag Pinay Pie Lady. Yeah. (laughs) That's perfect. Well, they're so good. And... I think we should take a step back, though, because maybe there are people who are not familiar with the flavors like calamansi. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe we should explain, you know, it's a citrus. So maybe you can explain to everybody what calamansi yes. is. So um, calamansi is a um, Filipino lime. It's like a hybrid between um, kumquat, right? Mm-hmm. And so because it's not as um, tart as lime and it's not or lemon. Right. So it, it has that tartness and a little bit of sweetness, especially if you mix it with, you know, like something that's, you know, if you're going to put it into a dessert form, it's still not a start as a lime, right? But they're like really tiny citrus. Like fruit. quarter I, size, maybe. Yeah. I call it tiny but mighty. Yes, it is tiny. It's bursting with flavor. And in Filipino cuisine, it's not just used for desserts. They're mainly used for savory dishes or a condiment, right? Yeah, that right. we use it for our, um, you know, marinades, salsawa. Yeah, um, or, yeah, or like calamansi juice, like, you know, mm-hmm. like a, our lemonade, right? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's very versatile. I kind of, um, when people haven't tried it, I kind of say, yes, it's sort of like a combination of a lemon and maybe a little bit of, uh, I guess, tangerine. Like, there's just a little touch of sweetness. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's great. Where do you source all your calamansi? Because I'm guessing you go through a lot. 
That's secret. Oh no. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I was hoping to find out. <laughs> uh, I have a, a form. Just kidding. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it just, no, I use a puree basically, but it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, um, all natural because I mean, again, it, it's a tiny fruit that like you can only take so much juice out of one fruit. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I don't have the time to do that. And I don't have the machine that would do that for me. <laughs> oh, I always wondered, like, where is she getting her calamansi from? <laughs> um, I also love where you get your pie inspiration. Like, where do you pull your ideas from? Because I saw that you had a halo halo pie mm-hmm. and turon pie. So maybe mm-hmm. you could talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so most of, most of the, the inspiration comes from, you know, the the stuff that I, I enjoyed, um, you know, when I was a kid. I mean, I grew up in the Philippines. Obviously, Halo Halo is one of my favorite desserts, um, especially during the summertime. Um, turon also is because my mom up to now still makes turon. Like just because, <laughs> so you know all these all these um, flavors. Like I'm I'm just trying to reimagine them in a you know in a different way that can be introduced to um, you know um, most of my customers. And honestly, like even um, yeah. So um, we would have customers at the farmers market. You know my our customer base are pretty diverse. And of course they would ask, Oh, what is Turon? You know, like, I mean, not that kind of um, like how they pronounce it. Right. So we just kind of, yeah, (laughs) Turon. Like we got to just kind of like educate them. What is it actually? So it's really um, great to not just, again, it's not just selling the product, but it's, you know, educating um your customers about um you know culture and you know these flavors that um we have back home because you know it it's very you know like uh, it there there's so much out there that we can actually share to the world you know so. I think it's a great way to introduce people to flavors. So for people who don't know Turon, I always kind of describe it as like a, a sweet egg roll, like because <laughs> there is the banana inside mm-hmm. with lanka. Jackfruit, yeah, the lanka. Jackfruit, um, maybe a little brown sugar. Mm-hmm. And then you can fry it. It's so, so good. So I love yeah. the idea that you've taken these flavors and put it into something, I guess, approachable for everybody because everyone mm-hmm. loves pie and um, I think that's such a great idea. Yes, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, even with, um, you know, we use the fresh Baraka beans that, um, you know, I get from a local coffee shop in, in San Francisco called Ballas Coffee. Mm-hmm. So they source their um, fresh Baraka beans from Cavite. Yeah, Cavite City, the Philippines. So, yeah, like even that, like, you know, grinding the the coffee beans and infusing our custard base with those fresh um, uh, baraka beans. Oh my gosh, it's just like 
it, it's just amazing to create stuff like that. <laughs> it must smell so good when you're oh, yeah. the beans. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk weddings because you're still doing that, especially now that weddings have started up again. What are couples looking for when they're planning their dessert tables? So most of my clients, um, they just don't want they they don't want the traditional wedding cake, right? They want a whole dessert spread um, of all Filipino inspired, which is on my menu. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, so funny because I'm I'm working with this new client and she's just wondering like, oh, what do people want? You know, I guess you know. I and I said it's really based on your preference, but. From my past clients, they would really pick one of each item, right? Whether it's tartlets or bars, Pop-Tarts, um, a different variety, right? With different flavors. So, but from what I've seen, um, people love the Ubiflan tartlets because, you know, um, it's easy to, to pick from the dessert table. And as I always say, you don't need any utensils because you just pick it. It's a two bite size. Yeah, simple, perfect size. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. And yeah, because I think what they love from that, um, the ube flan tartlets, because we make our, our fresh ube halaya mm -hmm. and we just fill that a generous amount of ube halaya um, put in the tartlet shell and then top with the leche flan. Yeah. So, yeah. So... And, and of course, we also have our calamansi meringue tartlets, um, guava cheese, because we're also, um, we also add Latin inspired desserts to our menu. Bars, calamansi bars, ube bars, pandan bars, and our guava pinipig bars, um, things Ooh. like that. <laughs> pinipig is then, like a, almost like Rice Krispies. Yes, yes toasted, uh, it's a young pounded rice mm -hmm. that's crunchy it's just add some um like that crunchy texture yeah. and I, I i love that personally um yeah for the pop tarts um they lo love it too because you know it's it's an american classic right like yes. you know usually eat pop tarts for what breakfast yeah but or, I like it for snack, though i will i'm not gonna oh lie. yeah that's true <laughs> um my kids love pop tarts but then adding a different uh, Filipino flavor to it, you know, it, 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 it's on a different level. So, um, yeah. So I just recently made, um, what was that? The one last wedding I did thing. I did the Turon pop tarts. So yeah. So like the Staba and Lanka, mm -hmm. I filled that with, um, you know, in, into the pop tart. So with a molasses glaze. So, so good. <laughs> um, I have to ask you what production looks like for you, because this is a big scale when you're catering a wedding. So what mm -hmm. does that look like if you've got, let's say, one or two weddings in a weekend? How far in mm -hmm. advance are you baking everything? Uh, yeah, so we don't normally do back-to-back -back weddings. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I did it once, um, and I guess... And I told myself, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, because at that time I was just by myself. I don't have any employees. So, um, but now, you know, I have um, two more staff in the team. 
Um, so what we do, our, our production usually starts Thursdays and Fridays, but we start like late in the afternoon until we work until 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. But if it's really a big order, then we would add Wednesdays to as part of our production. So, so yeah. So, but wow. in, in general, we can actually pull out a production for a total of 10 to 12 hours for that weekend. Yeah. Because, yeah, we only work five hours each day, five to six wow. hours each day. So, And yeah. then in, in, in addition to that, you have your... Um your summer series at pop-up, mm -hmm. which I think is still going on. <laughs> yes, it's still going on. Um, yeah. So until September, I guess that's when summer ends. <laughs> and then we're going to start, um, we're working on doing a fall, fall series as oh, well. Good. Yeah. Just Great. in, just to kind of like um, introduce them to the holidays. So Oh, that'd be good. So yeah, yeah, I mean, right now you're working at, is it two farmer's markets in the Bay Area? No. So we only do San Ramon Farmer's Market. Okay. And then we also do pop-ups um, between San Francisco, Oakland. So we did a pop-up at the Lumpia Company, um, also at the Little Skillet in San Francisco, and um, Ballas Coffee. Also oh, right, right. Yes. So, yeah. Which is a great pairing because coffee and pastries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, together. Yeah. And we're going to plan more to see, you know, um, where we can partner with um, other Filipino owned businesses as well. Great. I'm so excited to hear what's next. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about your picture that you shared a while back. It's a picture of a five year old Melody with your nanai. Mm hmm. What would you tell five-year-old Melody if you knew that you would have a pastry, that you would have a dessert business today? What would I tell my five-year-old self? Yes. <laughs> um, I think I would say you did the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like just, um, you know, Keep going. That's it. Keep keep going. <laughs> Did you know at such a young age that you would want to follow in your mom's footsteps in that way? No, you know what? I I didn't because um, actually I was just talking to my husband about this the other day because I was telling him that oh my gosh, like my mom would bring me to. Um, to run her errands. And I think at that time I was already in high school or closer to college. <laughs> like she would bring me to um to Quiapo because that's mm -hmm. where she gets her ingredients. And I I'm I'm always mad at her. <laughs> you didn't want to go. <laughs> I didn't want to go because okay, we one, we don't have our own car. So we would commute, we would take a jeepney. And then after that, either we ride a tricycle or a pedicab. It was, and it's hot. And of course, at that time, I was already in my, my, you know, probably 16, 17. And it's one of those, like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go. Yeah. Who wants to do that when you could be resting or hanging out with your friends? Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, I just realized that if I didn't go through that process, I 
probably won't be an entrepreneur, you know, like it, it's, I mean, some people think that it's so easy to start a business, but because like, you know, you see, like you see beautiful stuff on, on social media. Right. But there's so many behind the scenes that happens. Yes. Like, you know, I'm not going to even go one by one, but you know, it, it's not as glamorous as they think. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> we try to, right? <laughs> You're not supposed but, to know that, but it isn't. <laughs> exactly. So, but again, it was like um, one of those realization that I had. It was it was actually meant for me to experience that at a young age. That this is hard work. Mm-hmm. This is the real hustle and yeah and now um i i have a 12 year old that um he's willing to help me in the kitchen because he kept asking me during the summer like oh wait when can i help you at the kitchen you know blah 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 and then um a few days before the school started started um two weeks ago i brought him to the kitchen to help me out and now he's been helping me out at the pop-up so so oh, yeah, that's nice. So it's kind of like teaching him to what yeah. my mom taught me. You're passing it on. Exactly. And he's learning so much because he's mm-hmm. definitely seeing the behind the scenes. So he has quite an yeah. appreciation for what you do. Yeah. And my little one too, my almost seven year old, he was like, oh, when, when am I going to be able to help you too? Aww. I go, well, when you're, when you're a little older, definitely. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I, I want them to see and experience that. Not because it's child labor. It's like <laughs> teaching your kids responsibilities, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, I don't think we have enough of that, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we start closing things up, I have to ask what your boy's favorite desserts are. Oh, okay. So Tiago, who's my um, six and a half, he's the calamansi pie. That's his number one favorite. Yeah. So every time, every time I come home, I'm craving for calamansi pie. (laughs) Um, Aiden... Um, anything chocolate. Um, so yeah, anything chocolate. Uh, I made um. This was a featured um item. It was our chocolate malos that mm-hmm. he didn't even get to try <laughs> because it was sold out. Oh, for uh, God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, every time I I make tablea cake, you know, or if I have uh, cake trimmings, then he would definitely eat that. <laughs> <laughs> and also the dulce de leche tartlets. That's his favorite too. Ooh, that is good too. I yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> okay, so I just have a couple of closing questions before I let you go. Okay. Um, what's something that you make when you're too tired to cook, like an emergency meal? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, an emergency meal. Let's see. Um. Oh my gosh, that's hard. I guess not. Okay. I would be good for if I'm too tired. 
obviously I'm the only one eating that. <laughs> um, I would be happy if, if I have fried egg and some Spanish sardines with garlic rice. Yeah, yum. My dad used yeah. to make sardines for us when my mom would work. <laughs> it was just oh the two gosh, of us. Yes, yes, yeah, it's so good. It's, it's like my comfort food, so. <laughs> Do you make it with like the tomato sauce? Or how do you prepare the sardines? Oh, no. The Spanish one, which is like in olive oil. Yeah. 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 So you just have no. it plain. Yeah, as is. Or Perfect. sometimes like I like the one with tomato sauce and then I just saute it with garlic and onion. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I, I squeeze either if I have calamansi, I'll squeeze calamansi in it or lemon. Yeah. You know. I haven't had yeah. that in a while. That sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one recipe that you treasure the most? Um, in general? Yeah. Um, let's see. It's a savory dish, actually. Uh-huh. I mean, I tell this to my mom, even though she she she's the cook, right, in the family. I, I tell her, I still have the best adobo recipe. <laughs> <laughs> and she agreed, actually. She agreed. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so good. Are you a messy cook or a neat cook? Messy. Really? Me too. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because like, I mean, we're not in Food Network, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to be messy. You know, I mean, I don't want everything staged. Like, you know, yeah, I, I um, that's how I roll, I guess. <laughs> same, same. I'm the same way. What's a good kitchen tip or a secret tip that you have? In the kitchen or? Yeah, kitchen, cooking, either one. Um, I guess just cook with your heart or cook or bake with your heart, mm -hmm. you know, whatever you feel like cooking or baking, just do it, you know? Yeah, I agree and, with that one. <laughs> right? I mean, I I don't, it, it's funny because like most of my staff, of course, um, they're the ones who had the professional experience and I'm the home, you know, I, I learned from home, although, you know, I took the class, but, you know, it's not a culinary, I, I didn't go to culinary school, but they always say that, oh, do you have a recipe for this? I said, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I just, you know, eyeball it. I mean, I guess that's how, that's how, that's how I learn, which is, you know, been great. <laughs> well, clearly you have a gift because um, I know it's hard to eyeball when you're baking, but mm -hmm. yeah, you know what you're doing. So yeah, cook from the heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, every Friday I try to share five little things, something that made me smile during the week. Is there something that made you smile this week? Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, because I um, the the kids are back to school, right? Uh -huh. And it probably didn't make me smile, made me laugh even more. So even better. You know, yeah, even better, right? So I dropped them off in the morning. And then, you know, being in San Francisco, right? You know, 
parking here is so bad. So um, I found a spot in front of the school, but of course I'm in, I was in the opposite side, so I had to make an illegal U-turn. Although it's not illegal because there's no U, it doesn't you know there's no U-turn sign. But anyway, yeah. my my um, my little one said, "You're such a bad driver, mommy." <laughs> and then I said, "Okay, backseat driver." <laughs> All the time, like he would have a comment about my driving skills. <laughs> yeah, just wait until he gets behind the wheel, and you can be the one commenting. <laughs> right? Yeah, which I I find it so funny, so I just laugh. It's like, like should I get mad at you or should I just laugh? So I ended up just laughing. <laughs> Aww, yeah, cute, so cute. Well, where can people find you and Sweet Condessa and and order from you and and taste all the good stuff? Yes, of course. Um, yes, you can follow us on Instagram um, and Facebook, Sweet Condessa Pastries. And then our website is sweetcondessapastries.com. Um, we usually pose our, um, you know, events um, every month. And, yeah, you can find us at the San Juan Farmers Market. We're going back there first and second Saturday in September. Yay. I'm sure a lot of people are already asking, are you ever coming back to this to San Ramon? Yes. So we're we're we'll be back and then of course, you know, we're gonna still do our um pop-ups um in San Francisco and Oakland as well. So yeah, just just um you know, we're we're so good at posting our what's happening. <laughs> awesome. Well, Melody, I can't wait to run into you again at the San Ramon Market. That's going to be so fun and get another taste of your pies. Hopefully I'll order this time because I know last time I didn't. Everyone order if you're going to do <laughs> it because they run out quick. So you definitely want to make sure you get all the flavors that you want to try. And thank you again for spending time with me. Now of course, I'm pastry. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> with all the description I gave. Oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> thank you, Melody. <laughs> Thanks so much. I'm so glad you were able to join us on this episode of Kitchen Confidant. Thank you again to Melody Lorenzo for joining us today and sharing the inspiration behind her desserts. If you're in the Bay Area or visiting the area, you definitely have to check out Sweet Condessa Pastries, whether it's at their pop-ups or maybe if you're lucky at a wedding. And if you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate it and share it with a friend and join us again next time. Until then, happy cooking. Happy cooking.